It's Matt and Lizzie in the morning. And did you realize that people can listen to us anytime they want? They can? Non-stop if they wanted no. to. No. Yeah, it's Matt and Lizzie on demand. <gasps> and it starts right now. Five to ten. I love think about the one that got away. I know his name. I think about him every day. When I left, I thought you held the body closer. I never knew that you were tender. It was over. Somehow you think about it everywhere you look. I know it's bad, but we could be so good. Naughty Timus Halsey, it is so good. It's Matt and Lizzie in the morning, and we are also so, well, we're like, we're so decent. We're like, we're decent. You know what I mean? Speak for yourself. I'm a freaking superstar. Oh, my Lord. Smelling my pits as we speak. <sighs> Good thing you're not vain. Nope. 6'10". Oh, nope. 6'11 now. Yeah. Very well, foggy I still out. have 6'10", but. Oh, you do? Well, you're living <laughs> in the past. You're living in the past. Wait On two you catch clocks, up. actually. Wait until you clocks. catch up. Yeah. So it's very foggy out. Just be careful. I don't have my foghorn sounder anymore. I just have a girl screaming. Um, That right there. That's your fog alert. Headlights today. Had to bright bright them up a few times coming from Lucin. It was not so. Yeah. And of course, it's going to be getting lighter later and darker earlier here as we head into the fall. And uh, of course, we'll be changing. Hey, Siri, when do we change the clocks? Hey, Siri, when do we change the clocks? Stand by. Saving time ends on November 6th, 2000. So November 6th. So we'll at least get through Halloween. Right. Uh, we'll, and we will get through Camp Out Hunger again without having to change the clocks. We so will. So that's kind of good. Yeah, oh that's pretty gosh. cool. Talking to you guys this morning about slang. We got a lot of comments we're going to get into at uh, 620. So give you some time to give us some phone calls on the Telegraph this morning. Yeah. And when you call us, tell us how you hear these words. Give us yeah, examples. Because we're talking no about mom, slangs that your kids bro. are using. Exactly. You know, Merriam-Webster put 370 new words in the dictionary uh, this week. S- how many of them? Like 70 of them, I guess, were like slang terms, Ooh, including yeah. yeet. Yeet. And uh, what sus. the heck was the other one? Sus. Yeah, sus is in the dictionary now. So yeah. what words or phrases are your kids using that you didn't use that weren't around when you were a kid? And if there's some, maybe you understand it, but if there's some that you don't understand, we'd be happy to attempt to decipher and define those for you. Yes, we will. 626 or 547-9200. Hit us with a slang one time. Don't say I didn't warn you. More matters. Next Monday, your chance at up to $30,000. We'll give you three-digit pins all day, every day, while you work starting Monday. You have to have that Naughty Timus app to play and to win the 30 grand. So download that now. Just search Naughty Timus in your phone's app store. Time now for our Ray of Sunshine. It's all powered by Kennebec Savings Bank. Community strong for more than 150 years. Okay, so check this out. A 16-year-old boy mugged a 12-year-old boy. The uncle of the boy who was mugged, his name is Davis, went to the scene of the mugging after confirming the police were doing very little about the situation. He was expecting to find an adult, but Davis searched CCTV cameras and doorbell cam footage near where the event took place, and he saw that it was a young teen. David then, sorry, Davis then decided not to report this young man, but to track him down. So he tracked down the teen knife man who mugged his nephew. Rather than turn him into the police, he asked to speak to him. So they arranged to meet, and they did. He told the young teen that he wanted him to turn his life around. Davis discovered 
the young man had no parents, no job, no education, and that against these odds, he still wanted to be a computer engineer. Their conversation was filmed and has now gone viral, sparking a flood of job offers for the young kid. Davis, who's also a charity worker, had called out for a lot of support. So now this young kid is being helped um, with jobs and resources. Davis says he told me he's been in and out of detention centers his whole life and has had no education, has literally been living in supported living all alone. Davis said to him, look, I'll help you if you return the bag that you stole. He did have a knife, but he didn't take it and put it to the kid's neck. He, well, just, he gestured at the knife. How good of him. Right. So he said we made the agreement that he would go get the bag and come back the next day and fair play to him. That's exactly what he did. So the fact that he brought back that bag and Davis chose not to turn him in and said he would forget the whole thing says a lot about this man. Yeah. He says, like, no, let's try to intervene with them. Let's try to help them make changes and help them take a different path because that helps us as a society. And I completely agree with that. There are so many teens that because of their past trauma, they're making poor decisions. And I found out, and I just told you that our frontal lobe, there's this part in our frontal lobe uh, where our decision-making processes happen, don't develop fully till we're 25. Mm -hmm. So helping this young teen is a beautiful thing. And if you see this kind of happening, maybe you could be a little bit like Davis. And that is your Ray of Sunnies. It's Matt and Lizzie in the morning. Station ABCDEFU, that is Gail. It's Matt and Lizzie in the morning at 7.08. Coming up on 10 or 12 minutes or so, we've got another chance at VIP tickets to this coming weekend's Snow Pond on Tap. It's uh, the state's only lakeside brew fest. There's going to be beer and music and food. And we're going to put you there for free and get you in 90 minutes early before everybody else with these VIP tickets. So be listening for that Moose Morning Show Mindbender. First, though, you have another tanning bed story. Yeah, I don't know about another. Oh, yeah. yeah. I did have some tanning booth stories yeah, before oh, yeah. and the yeah. jiggle machine and all that. Well, yeah. yesterday I tried, I tried out the new Planet Fitty here in Augusta. Planet Fitty. Yeah, I made that up. I've called it. It, it will catch on like fire. So <laughs> yeah. I went to Planet Fitty and I walked in and I was very surprised by the sheer magnitude of the place. It's huge. Yeah, it's much larger than the former location on Civic it Center Drive. Is, yeah. It just doesn't end. So I tried a couple machines. I did a little bit of running and then I wanted to go tanning. So <laughs> I told the, the little girl, well, I call everybody little girl because I feel like I'm old. I don't know. I told um, the girl Q, hey Q, what's up girl? That I wanted to go tanning, and I said, I want the hottest booth. And she goes, okay, well, number seven is, like, Wicked Sizzly. And I'm like, put me in number seven, wicked girl. Wicked Sizzly. I'm just paraphrasing. She Treat did not like say that. Treat me like a bacon strip. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I want to be, be cooked. So uh, she set me up with room number seven, because that's the hottest one. And it's Lucky a lay-down tanning bed. Yeah. And these beds are not made for comfort, FYI. They're no, of made course to, not. No. you know, sizzle your skin. Beauty really. is pain. It is. It is. It really is. And ladies and gentlemen, if you know how it feels to climb into a cold tanning bed before it's heated up completely naked, I mean, you get it. Your butt cheeks are sticking, and you're trying to get in a comfortable position. Anyway, so I walked in the room, disrobed climbed in and there's normally a timer set for a few minutes it's mm -hmm. like three minutes so you can disrobe and put your winkies on 
and your earbuds in so you can lay down and, and then it turns on automatically. There, okay. there wasn't a button. And I was laying there and then I was laying there and the lights weren't turning on. I was really? laying there some more and I was pressing every single button in the, in the, in the whole booth. Like it's like the spaceship and I'm just minutes are going by and I'm like, Ugh. like, don't you just hate that? So I crawl out of the tanning booth and I put my clothes back on, but I didn't put all of them back on. I just put my sweatshirt on. And my yoga pants on, okay? And when I had disrobed, I had put my yoga pants and my underwear in my yoga pants, um, just like on the floor. I didn't hang them up because I'm with a lazy oh, bum. no. So I pull up my pants, put my sweatshirt on, and I run out and I'm like, hey, it's not starting. I've pressed all the buttons. And this really good looking guy that worked there with like nose rings and stuff was like, yeah, sorry, we didn't start it. You know, our bad. And I'm like, no, it's okay. <laughs> and I turn around and I walk away. Now, I don't know if he saw this, oh, my, but I, I know saw exactly, it when yeah. I got in there. My underwear was hanging out of the back of my yoga pants when I was walking back into, <laughs> into the room. And this is like, you know, workout underwear. So it's not like they're schmexy or anything. <laughs> like Calvin Klein, like boxer brief workout underwear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little flowers on them. You know, not oh, the no, newest. I, I think he faded, saw my, thought he saw my cotton briefs. Right? Sweaty and stuff. So I go back in and I, I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it now. And I take my sweatshirt off and I turn around and I see that my underwear is hanging. It's hanging. Out of the back and of your pants. it's big underwear, you know, because we got to pull and tuck and push everything in. So that that happened. And then I went in and went tanning um, and then got out. And I was so embarrassed that I think I sweated double time. I think it leveled up my sweating. So when I got out, there was a puddle of butt sweat and you could like see my butt cheek marks. Um, but and I cleaned it up, of course. But that was what happened to me yesterday at Planet Fitty in Augusta. And I don't know if a lot of people saw my underwear hanging out of my yogi pants, but I knew they were there. And Is I it your responsibility felt, to clean the tanning bed afterwards? Yes. It is. It should be. Yeah. So they, they give you the spray? Some like people are like, mm, they can. No, you really should. I mean, because of germs and COVID and stuff. I pre-clean uh, and then I post-clean mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. for the next person. And I think they come in and like clean after you. I'm sure they too. do. I'm sure they do. I'm yeah. sure. So, but yeah, my underwear is just kind of hanging out for all to see. And that happened to me. It's like getting toilet paper stuck to your heel, but way more embarrassing. Yeah, right, right. You know, I just feel like these naked situations are happening to me way too much, Matt. Well, I mean, you should have maybe you should have just gotten all the way dressed or just done a no, discount double check there before you went back out. And you're already hot from working out. And it sucks when you go tanning after you you sweat. Yeah, going tanning after a workout like, sounds like some form of torture. It is because you're like, Ooh. And like, I, you know, I don't understand that at all. And everything's tight. I wear a tight sports bra. I keep everything in. So it's hard to yank it all off. <laughs> I'm sweating. My eyeliner's running. I'm a mess. And I'm like, mm -hmm. yeah. oblivious to the entire thing. So That's hilarious. Just call me Panty Liz. I probably won't do that. <laughs> I probably won't. Sun, sun, it's Matt and Lizzie in the morning. Sun, sun, sun. Get you through my morning every day. 92 Moose. Here's your Augusta police. Yay. Good morning. Hey, how are you? Good, <laughs> good. Uh, I just saw on Facebook, uh, was it yesterday or the day before, yesterday. APD posted about recruitment. Mm -hmm. And I know you guys have been looking for officers for a while, and it's tough. It's tough to get work, to, to find people to work anywhere right now. Unemployment's fairly low, of course. Um, but you guys are in desperate need of officers. 
Well, and I don't want to say desperate, make it sound like we're, uh, you know. Well, yeah, right, right. <laughs> but, like there's no police on the road. Right, okay. right, right. No, we're, we're, we're hiring two. Yep. Okay. And, uh, you know, we're, we're not getting many applications. Right. We're getting a few. And I figure I can reach out to my friends at 92 Moose to help fill of the last two. Of course you can. Now, these positions, first of all, and I think a lot of times, even me, I mean, until like, you know, we started talking regularly. Um, I always assumed it was like you had to have a police background or you had, you had to have been to the academy and stuff like this to even right. think right. about applying. But that's actually not the case. So talk to somebody out there who is doing something like this, working in radio or has a different job, working at a local business, and they're interested in becoming a police officer. They can come down and apply and potentially get this job. That's right. correct. Yep. And, you know, there's a few things that the individuals that we can guide you along the way, like when you have to take your alert test or your PT test, um, you know, we, we can help out with that. Yeah. But that that's kind of all on the individual. And that's the first step is taking the alert test, taking the PT test. Um, we we can do the PT test right at the PD. Um, the alert test, you have to take at the academy. Yep. Um, but again, if if you even if you don't have any of that stuff and you apply and, and, you know, we like the candidate, we can set that all up for you and kind right. of guide you along those lines. That's awesome. So what does that hiring process look like? So say I came down, I applied, and my application was accepted, and we started the process. What would the first couple months look like for me, for somebody who has never done this before? All right. So if you took your alert test and passed, took a PT test and passed, and then what we would do is set you up to get the 100-hour court. Well, they call it something else now, but when I started 16 years ago yeah, it yeah. was the 100 hour course yeah. and um we have you do that so you can get your what's called your green pin is that at the academy the 100 hour course that's actually like we've actually hosted it before okay. um it's kind of all around the state the academy will host it but we have instructors in house that again we basically the last one we did we hired or we hosted it and you know we had five six or eight uh, students come in from departments all around the state and um once you do that, you get what you what's called your green pin, which means you're certified to work part time or you can work full time until you have an academy date. So essentially, that's your first step. OK. Um, and then we have 13 weeks of training that we'll put you through. Is that when you get maced? Yes, you do get maced, uh -huh. yeah. And you're going to get maced again in the academy. That's and really tased, cool. right? you got to get tased, too. Uh, yeah, we, we mandate our officers to be exposed to it. So. Yeah, okay, yeah, so yeah. what's the difference, again, to being tased and then being exposed to the well, taser? Well, it's called a taser exposure, so you're getting tased. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The language is slightly jet Pretty much. Right. You're going to get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're going to ride the lightning. Yeah, okay. yeah, right, right. Ride the lightning. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And uh, it's not fun, but it, it only lasts five seconds. So. Yeah. Right. You know, and uh, it's just so you know what it's like to, you know, if you deploy this on somebody, you're not right. some fool just going around tasing everybody. Yeah, yeah, not, yeah. Of that's course. exactly yeah. the opposite of what we want. Exactly. To see. So, exactly. Um, and then you do 13 weeks with us. You'll have an academy date. Um, actually, once you clear our PTO, you'll actually work the road um, gaining that experience, which is um, you can't. That's not quantifiable. I mean, working is not the same as training. It, of right. course. You know, experience doesn't replace training. Training helps, but you get that experience when you go to the academy. Exactly. Generally, all of our all of our students always do very, very well. Yeah. All of our cadets, I should say. So. And it's important, correct me if I'm wrong, to be somebody that's a, a people person, to be a police officer. It's very important because the yeah. most, you know, everybody watches TV and they got the CSI stuff. And, mm -hmm. 
DNA and his DNA everywhere. Yeah, yeah, right. But the most important part about being a police officer is being able to talk to somebody. Right. You know, it's very, it's, you know. I'm sure 90 to 95% of the calls that you guys go on are probably resolved with good communication. Exactly. Probably 99%. Wow, yeah. And there's some people that, you know, no matter what you tell them, they're not going to believe you or they're wrong. You know, you're wrong. Of course, You know what I mean? So. There's a certain level of, hey, this is the way it is, and they don't like that answer. They'll do the cop shopping thing and of course. try to get another cop to get the answer they want. But mm-hmm. ultimately, 99% of the calls we go on, you know, if not more than 99%, you know, are resolved adequately. And, yeah. Yeah. You know, within the confines of our uh, ability and the law. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So if you're a people person and want to be a badass... <laughs> Well, I mean, <laughs> because, of, you know, that's what I think. And, and, you know, don't get me wrong. I mean, there's times where, you know what, you're going to have to, you know, unfortunately use force against somebody. And you're going to have to fight yeah. somebody and you're going to have to, you know, people, believe it or not, people don't listen to the cops all the time. They kind of do their own oh, thing. Oh, really? What? Yeah. <gasps> what? That's so surprising. I know. I yeah. know. It's true. I uh. swear. Now, if someone wants to apply, they're listening, they're they're interested, or maybe maybe they're not at the point yet where they are ready to fill out that application, but they want to come in and ask more questions right. than what they we're asking here. Mm-hmm. What do they do? Stop by, call, email. What's the best way for them to set up a time just to talk to you guys about you know learning a little bit more if if this is right for them? All of the above. Okay, yeah. Nope. So a phone call and email. Phone call, email. Stop in and say, hey, I want to talk to Brad. I'll come down and talk to you. I mean, yeah. that's what I do. I'm a talker. Yeah, yeah, yeah right, right, right. So, yeah, it's hard to get them to stop sometimes. <laughs> Again, it's Augusta Police Department, and that pay range, by the way, starting pay range, depending on where you're at and uh, what your experience level is, you're talking like twenty three to thirty bucks an hour starting. Right. Yeah. If you have a um, criminal justice degree, there's actually like you get two percent more for an associate. Oh wow. Five for a bachelor's. Yeah. So, you know, your base pay is stuck there. Um. You know, within two or three years, you're making 27, 28 bucks an hour. Right. Um, we got a good pension, you know, yeah. 25 years and two thirds of your pay. Um, wow. Good health insurance. I pay about $79 a week for my family. Wow. Yeah. That's not bad at all. No, that's really good. Wow, this is becoming more enticing the longer I listen here. <laughs> Me too. Well, I already have handcuffs, so maybe I could just streamline it. Oh, my God. You knew I was going to say that. Oh, my God. Plus, I was a cop for a day. Yeah. yeah. So that's half, half my day, experience. Yeah. That's true. That, so I would be moved up to about thirty dollars. Yeah, an hour I'm pretty sure starting. you would just start as a lieutenant at that point. That's oh, how that would work. That would be my dream for you. to boss around a bunch of hot boys. You can contact <laughs> Augusta Police, send an email. Uh what's the number over there? It's twenty something twenty three seventy. Six two six two three seven zero. There it is. My extension is five zero five two. How do you know the, the police agents? <laughs> don't, don't. It's not important. <laughs> He's got crazy ideas. And-